I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio, and I thank you for joining me on, joining me on this lovely fall evening in Pittsburgh or wherever you happen to be in Steeler Nation, whether it's in the U.S. or anywhere in the world. As we know, Steeler Nation is worldwide, so I hope you're having an incredible Friday night or Saturday morning or Sunday morning, whenever you happen to be watching or listening. And before I continue, I just would like to please encourage you to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel where we bring you live shows each and every night, uh, including this show, The Hangover, Scobro Show, The Preview, Know Your Enemy, Touchdown Under. Uh, we have post-game stuff after the Steeler games every Sunday or Monday or Thursday, whenever they happen to play. And of course you can catch all of those shows also live on Facebook. If you're watching me on Facebook right now, welcome. And you can catch all those shows after the fact, as I alluded to earlier on earlier, a day after the show, like a Saturday or a Sunday for this show, for example. And you can catch those on any audio platform of your choosing. And speaking of our audio only platform, we have, exclusive audio only shows that you can, you can uh, listen to every week, including let's ride with Jeff Hartman, the live mic with Michael Beck, the stat geek with Dave Schofield, the war room with Maddie Peverall from the cutting room floor with Jeffrey Benedict. No, uh, what you talking about. We have fantasy football stuff, all kinds of stuff. You won't be sorry. And uh, so please check that out. And of course, check out Behind the Store Curtain, the website. You can visit that site daily if you want constant updates. We're always bringing you new articles each and every day. We have obviously breaking news. We have 
film breakdown. We have commentary. We have serious stuff, funny stuff, transactions, you name it. We're always bringing you stuff uh, daily. So as, as I always say, it's it's the hardest working Steelers site on the internet. And in my opinion, it's the best Steelers site on the internet. So please check that out. And hello to everybody in the live chat. And for the second week in a row, Jared Devil was, was first. So welcome, Jared Devil. Clarence Washington, George Teston. Just me, Brad Jewett, Sean Manahan, Steeler Chick 46, Ryan O'Toole. And that's that's it for now, I think. Yeah, I got everybody. All right. So let's talk about those Steelers. And you notice I'm talking very enthusiastically, which doesn't seem to be the state of the uh, – the team or the uh, fan base right now. It's a very, very uh, subdued uh, feeling after three games or spe- especially after their week three debacle against the Bengals at Heinz field. It was a, uh, wow. What a performance that, that was uh, one of the most lackluster performances I've seen from the Steelers in a long time. As far as I'm concerned, it just really seemed, uh, I, I, I don't want to, agree with Tyler Boyd, the uh, local kid who said that they gave up because I don't know how you can tell if a team gives up. I think he was basing it on the fact that the Steelers dropped a bunch of passes in a row to uh, end the game when it was already out of, out of reach. But it certainly, it didn't even seem like a very uh, inspired performance. I'll say that much. And it was the same old story with the offense. You know, they, they could do very little over the first 30 minutes until the 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 end of the first half when they, they scored a touchdown on the, the little uh, shovel pass from Ben Roethlisberger to the rookie tight end, Pat Fryermuth, and that tied the game at seven. And you thought, all right, here we go. Now they have the momentum. But what happens? Cincinnati marches right down the field, literally in seconds. I think there were 37 seconds left or something like that when the Bengals got the ball back right before the half. And they marched it right down the field. And uh, retook the lead on a a 34-yard touchdown pass from Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. And a lot of people were blaming, or were blaming, the really the horrible roughing the passer call on Melvin Ingram. There was no question it was a bad call. And uh, that definitely gave the Bengals more premium or, or better field position. They went from the 32 to the 47. They're on 47. But... You know, a good team should stop that, and should, and even if you don't stop it, even if you don't stop that uh, touchdown drive right there, it shouldn't ruin your whole game. And I think that was the 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 sequence of events that turned the tide in Sunday's game. If there was any chance of Pittsburgh coming back to win, or or or, or even taking control of the game after tying it, uh, I think it, it all went out the window after that touchdown to Chase and. The Bengals took a 14-7 lead into the locker room, and they quickly expanded it to 10 right out of the gate because they had the, the second-half kickoff. And then, of course, they uh, they put the finishing touches on it after Ben Roethlisberger's se- second interception set up a uh, another touchdown to Chase to make it 24-7. to And that was pretty much it. The way this o- offense has been functioning over the last three games and really going back to, to – the second half of last year, you just didn't have any any confidence 
if you were a fan anyway, you probably didn't have any confidence that, that they were going to be able to score the necessary points to come back and win that game. So uh, I don't know what to say about it. Honestly, uh, you know, it's, it's clearly the, the injuries on defense didn't help anything because the, the Bengals, yeah, they took advantage of some turnovers, the two interceptions by Roethlisberger. Although the first one, I really wasn't, it's hard to call it an interception because it was really kind of like a fumble because he was hit on the play and, and you know, he was hit seven times uh, all told on Sunday, but still the, the Bengals took advantage of, of two uh, takeaways and they scored 14 points. And that was ultimately the difference in the game, 14 points. But, but uh, what am I trying to say? But, but I, you know, the, the defense might not have uh, been totally at fault for giving up the 24 points, but they didn't register a sack on Joe Burrow. The, fir- the first time they haven't registered a sack in a game in 76 games, they didn't even hit him. They didn't even harass him all day, really. I mean, he he had fabulous protection, and, and you know, the, the, the Bengals were able to pass the ball. Uh, not they didn't put up huge numbers, but they put up efficient numbers. They put up, uh, Burrow had, had a great, I think it was like 10, 10 yards per, per attempt. So, I mean, that's what you want from any quarterback. That's, that's, that's really, uh, an efficient day. And of course, uh, um, uh, Joe Mixon had, had a good day on the ground. So it wasn't a, a great day by the defense. Yeah. They, they were victimized by, uh, poor field position because of the turnovers but it wasn't a great day by the defense and understandably. So I'd say because of the injuries you're missing both TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. As I sat here last Friday, talking about the injury situation with this team, I was holding on hope that Watt would play. I, I didn't think I'm not sure it was Highsmith already listed as out either way. I didn't think he was going to play and to have your, your two starting outside linebackers out for that game. And to also have, you know, obviously you're missing Tyson Alulu stuff onto it uh to, to be missing so much from your front seven i mean so much talent from your front seven it just it it, it it you needed the offense if you're the Steelers you needed the offense to 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 lift your team up and to finally uh, uh show some progress show some life you know for the first time really this year i mean they, they've showed it in spurts usually uh, at the end of a half or at the end of a game, but not, not nothing consistent, nothing consistent. What have they scored now? What four touchdowns in three games, four offensive touchdowns. So you need your offense to do something and, and they just couldn't come through. You know, the, the, the ground game was, was uh, non-existent again. You know, it might've been, it might've been a better day for, for Najee Harris on the ground, if not for some early penalties, but okay, fine. They had some early penalties, wipe out some, or, or, or compromise some early drives. I think the first three drives were compromised by penalties by the offensive lineman. Fine. But, you know, you, you can, you, you're supposed to overcome that, right? You're supposed to overcome that kind of stuff. And they couldn't, they really, after, after the uh, promising runs that were wiped out by penalty, the, the, the ground game really didn't do much the rest of the day. But Harris was the primary weapon through the air, kind of if you consider dump off passes to be through the air, he set a rookie record for, was it for running backs with uh, 14 uh, catches on a day for 102 yards. And I mean, he 
had one whale of a day and, and he's doing everything in his power to be a, uh, uh, to, to live up to his first round status. And I think he will, if he ever gets some blocking or if they can ever figure out a way to, if Matt Cannon and Ben Roethlisberger can ever get together and figure out a way to, to force these opposing defenses from crowding the line of scrimmage, if they can ever force them to, you know, have to spread out and protect other parts of the, the field and not be so predictable. If they can do that, and, and of course, if the line can improve, and I'm not sure if the line can ever improve if it's, if, if they're always having to block more people that are, than are, you know, if they can, if they always have to block more people than they have to block with, I'm not sure if they, if they're ever going to improve. It's kind of like, it's, 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 it's a weird catch 22 really. Because, you know, how, how can you ever improve as, as a line if you're always blocking more people than, than, than you have to block with? You know, I mean, it's just, it's a weird thing because, you know, if you're playing the Steelers, if you're, if you're daring them to, to beat you deep to the outside, basically, you know, if you're, if you're playing everything short, if you're, if you're playing these short uh, five-yard, you know, little like uh quick passes to the to yeah to the you know quick out passes that you know if if you're always uh scheming to to stop that you're always going to have enough guys at the line of scrimmage to react to the to the run so you know what do you do you know i mean you know it's well documented now that ben roethlisberger either can't or won't attack the middle of the field the intermediate passes are almost non-existent. Everything's either a little uh, two-yard pass or a pass behind the line of scrimmage or a deep pass right down the sideline. There's nothing over the middle, really. So, you know, I, I don't know how you get this ground game going if, if these defenses can continue to, to scheme the same way. And every defense does. Like I said last week, every defense looks the same. They all look like the 85 Bears <laughs> against the Steelers or the 2000 Ravens or the 76 Steelers, wherever – if you want me to use the Steelers or the 2008 Steelers, you know, one of those legendary defenses. That's how this offense is making every defense around the NFL look. And of course, I thought the low point of the game and the season was that that little, uh, speaking of Najee Harris, the little swing pass to him on fourth and 10 from the 11 late in the game. You know, I didn't think, of, you know, regardless of whether they were successful there, they probably weren't going to win the game. But, the fact that that's all they could come up with was kind of frightening. And I'm not even sure if that was the, uh, I, I think, I think it was poor. Ex- it was a poor call. If that was the primary, if Harris was the primary um, receiver on that play, then, then I think it was a, a poor choice. However, I'm almost positive Roethlisberger was supposed to hold on to the ball for at least another second or two and, and allow his receivers to draw coverage into the end zone. That way Harris wouldn't have had to, fight off what half the Bengals defense. I think even some guys on the sideline had a crack at him on that play. It was amazing. And, and as I wrote about on, on Friday, I, when, when, when I first saw this little pass to Harris, uh, uh, 10 yards, what, 10, 12 yards behind uh, the, 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 or away from the goal line. I, for an instant, I thought, well, he's going to, he's going to lateral it. It's, it's, it's some kind of trick play. He's going to throw it. He's, I mean, even though it was, it was clearly a forward pass if you watch it, but in the split, in that split second, you're just so con- like your mind's going, uh, 
kaplooey, right? You're just like, your mind's just like racing and thinking, what is going on here? I can't believe I'm witnessing this play. Why would they call this kind of play? It's got to be some kind of trick play. But of course it wasn't. Harris was supposed to, to beat everybody to the uh, end zone all by himself because he had no blocking. So it was a, uh, it was certainly a, a weird play, a, a surreal play. And I think it sums up the last 10, 12 games on offense for your Pittsburgh Steelers. It's just, uh, they really just, they appear to have no answers right now on offense. I mean, they, they uh, Roethlisberger has, again, to repeat, specifically in weeks one and three, he has uh, kind of, you know, sort of turned it on at the end of games. But is it because the, is it because uh, he's taken over the offense? Is it because of prevent defenses, especially in the case of the Bengals game? Uh, if you're up by 17 and you're them, do you just let him you know, complete all these sh- uh, passes, you know, sh- short little passes and go up and down the field, but, you know, knowing that when they get inside the 10 or the 20, they're going to stall or, or, you know, or is he just taking the, the, the offense into his own hands and doing what he wants to do at the end of games? And if that's the case and it's working, I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll see a little bit more of that uh, moving forward. I don't know. Uh, there's been so much said about Matt Canada and his hire, his hiring and, and, um, and the fact that maybe he's, he, it's, he's not really going to have much say in the offense this year because he, he was really hired for the future and for a future quarterback because Ben is, you know, the, the ask him to, to, to change so much at this stage and, 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 and try to uh, run an offense that's clearly not, not designed for a, for a quarterback like him. I'm not even sure even if it, in his prime, if he, if he could uh, run an offense like the one Canada, Matt Canada wants to run, but either way, uh, it, it's it's uh, they they have to find some answers soon uh, before this uh, season really gets out of control. Because I mean, it already feels like it is. I mean, it really does feel like it's, it's, it's out of control. I mean, heck, they're they're one and two, and people are already looking ahead to next year, and and. You know, they're reacting to Aaron Rodgers, uh, what he's saying on podcast. He was on a Pat McAfee show at the beginning of the week. I guess he has a weekly appearance on that on that podcast. And he was praising the Pittsburgh area, praising uh, Pittsburgh dad, you know, Brian Anthony Davis's favorite uh, favorite show, the Pittsburgh dad. Uh, ask him about it. He'll tell you. Anyway, um, and uh, uh, people were, were, were trying to like decipher that and say, oh, this must be his way of trying to angle, angle himself out of Green Bay and, and, and come to Pittsburgh next year. The Steelers need to you know, throw the house at, at Green Bay and get Aaron Rodgers uh, next year. A couple first-round picks at least, you know, that kind of thing. Now, so that's that's where we're at right now, is people are already, after three weeks, are already kind of giving up on, on, on the season. But, um, you know, there's still 14 games left. And I realize things look pretty bleak right now, but – uh, I wouldn't give up just yet, you know. So, see who else we have in the live chat before I before I continue here. We have John C, Pedro Almagar. I'm sorry if I butchered that. 
X Eddie B. Owen oh, David, all the way from the UK. Kathy Ford, Chris Russell. I think that's everybody. All right. Welcome aboard, everybody. So here we are at the 1827 mark. And I think it's a good time to take my break. Because it, it, I want to there's there's some more stuff in the second half I wanted to really touch on. I think would be better coming out of the break. So on that note, I will uh, thank you. I'll take the time to thank you for watching the first half of, of tonight's podcast. If you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, please do not go anywhere because I'll be right back in just a few seconds. If you're listening on an audio platform, that means you're listening to part one of this show and you have to download part two. So I please, please do it. You, you won't be sorry. Please download part two. Uh, this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.